Hello, friends. It's Mr. Jim, and welcome back to Kids Animal Stories. Right now, I need to make sure that you have either left a review on Apple Podcast or left that five-star rating on Spotify. That means so much to me when you do that, and, and I read all of your reviews along the way. Well, today's story is about Peta the Weeta. <laughs> what in the world is a Weeta? Well, are you ready to find out with me? All aboard for a trip to New Zealand. Let's go! It was a dreary day in New Zealand. The rain was slowly falling onto the ground, and the clouds were very thick in the sky. It was a little bit foggy and no breeze. There was no wind, and so the air felt very still, but very wet. Oh, I could really use a break, said Peta. Why are we always working, Papa? This work, it never ends. You see, Peta was a giant Weeta. Peta the Weeta. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of silly, but Peta the Weeta, he's, imagine like a ginormous cricket. Imagine if you were holding a cricket on your hand, except it wasn't very small. It was this almost as big as your entire hand. Wow. Peta the giant Weeta, he's a pretty amazing creature, and he has a very important job. Well, son, and you see, when I was your age, there were thousands of us. But now, now it's just me and you, and we must work very hard. Or else, the jungle and the forest will uh, be a very messy and stinky place. We have a lot to unpack right there. You see, the job that Peta the Weeta is talking about, they are garbage men. That's a really important job. I think we've talked about that before. If, if you just left your trash like in the front yard or in your kitchen, it would get pretty stinky, right? Yeah, it's somebody's really important job to make sure that the trash and our garbage is either recycled or it goes to the right place so that it's not filling up our houses and our neighborhoods with very stinky, stinky air. But Peter the Weeda was not only a garbage man with his dad, but they were also gardeners. So they would break down all the old stinky stuff in the forest and also prepare the soil for new plants to grow. Now, I don't know of many more important jobs than those two in the forest, because if it wasn't for them, the plants would have nowhere to grow, and the forest would not last very much longer. Ugh, Papa, do you have any tricks to stop getting dirt in your ears? Because every time I bend down to pick up all the stuff and to dig through the dirt, I keep getting my ears full of dirt. It's really frustrating. Wait, <laughs> what? Hold on a second. Did he say he keeps getting dirt in his ears? I don't know about you, but like if I play in the sandbox or like bend down to pick up something off the ground, I don't get dirt in my ears. Let me check that out for a second. Uh, I'm reading here that giant weedas, their ears are located on their knees. Wait, what? Yeah, it says right here that they have their ears on their knees. How silly would it be if our ears were on our knees? 
I would totally get dirt in them if I was crawling around on the ground. I'm glad our ears are on our heads. That's exactly where they're supposed to be. Well, son, that's just a part of the job. We get a little dirty, and at the end of the day, it's just important to make sure that you clean out your ears so that dirt doesn't stay in there overnight while we're sleeping. Okay, I just... I wish there was a better trick for that. Speaking of ears, I'm pretty sure I hear something. Hold still, don't move. Peta the Weeta froze completely still. You see, the reason they have their ears on their knees is to bring it closer to the ground so that they can hear when their predator is approaching. And you know what kind of creature loves to eat giant Weetas the most? They're called lesser short-tailed bats. And I don't know about you, but I think of a bat as a flying creature, right? Well, the lesser short-tailed bat actually likes to walk on the ground, which is why they need those ears very close to the ground so that they can hear it walking before it's too late and they get invited over for dinner with that short-tailed bat. Home. Peter's papa was right. All right, well... I think he's getting closer. Let's head on back to our home, just in case. Peter the Weeda and his papa headed back towards their home. That would be a safer place to avoid getting eaten by that short-tailed bat. But it was just then, as they were crawling into their home, they heard a strange sound. A very loud sound from up above. As they were looking up in the sky, they, they'd never heard that sound before, but they saw this big, big creature with wings that looked like they were made of rock or metal or something. Do you know what it is that's in the sky that they're looking at that would make a big sound like that? And it's big, has wings, and it looks like it's made of metal? <laughs> I think they're looking at an airplane. Papa, look at that. There's something falling out of that giant... A metal bird in the sky. Peter the Weeda watched as the airplane dropped a box, a large box, out of it, and it it had a parachute that helped it land on the ground nice and safe. Peter the Weeda and his papa had both never seen this before. Oh, don't even think about touching that thing. If it's new, it's gotta be bad, you see. Everything new that comes to this island, it only hurts us. That's why it's just me and you left. I've seen all kinds of new creatures come to this place and cause nothing but a giant mess. A mess that we can't even clean up. Yeah, he's talking about when people bring creatures and animals that aren't supposed to live in a place and they introduce them and it causes a big disaster like if imagine if in your backyard there was a creature let's say uh, a lion and I'm assuming lions don't live in your backyard but let's say we released a lion in your backyard do you think that would scare away all the birds and the squirrels that were there yes and it would scare me away too lions are not meant to live in our backyard well, that happens in all kinds of places around the world where people might either accidentally or intentionally release things that aren't supposed to be there. Peter the Weeda, a giant Weeda, there's a really important word that I want you to, to remember, and I'm going to ask you about it at the end of the episode. It's called endemic. Can you say endemic with me? 
Yeah, endemic means that a giant weeda, they're naturally occurring in that certain spot. And you can only find them there. They don't live in my backyard. They only live in New Zealand. And that's the only place where you can find them. So that is what endemic means. If a creature lives only in one place, that is endemic. As Peter the Weeda stood inside their home with his papa, he couldn't help but just imagine what in the world was inside that box. He just had to figure it out for himself. And I think his curiosity is going to get the best of him. What do you think? Is there something good or something not good inside of that box? Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens on the next episode of Kids Animal Stories. Great job, you listened all the way to the end. And who remembers that word? All right, I'm going to quiz you. What does it mean if a creature is naturally occurring in a certain place and you can only find them there? Is that word hippopotamus, scoopanuba, or endemic? (laughs) It's not scoopanuba. Yes, it's endemic. Great job. That is our word of the day, my friends. Well, I hope you have a super duper day and I will see you on our next adventure. Bye!